This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. How many people have been having a very beautiful year so far? <laughs> Let there be lights. Let's read something from Psalm 34 verse 5. Before we take our seat this morning, Psalm 34 verse 5. The Bible says, they looked unto him. And what happened to them? Anytime we look unto him, we are lighting. And their faces were not ashamed. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't know whether we should begin to share on mighty men of David this morning because this year will be a year with exploits. <laughs> uh, there are secrets. Job chapter 29, before we take our seats. Job 29, let's start from verse 1. When Job began to complain, he started saying some deep things. Very deep. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Now they said the book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible. The book of Job was written before Genesis. It was just arranged to be somewhere at the center. So Job lived before Moses, who wrote the five books, first five, book of, five books of the Bible. Now the Bible says, So he started his parable and he said, Oh, that I were as in months past. As in the days when God preserved me. This is a statement of regret here. Verse 3. When the scandal shine upon my head, and when by its light I walk through darkness. Can I be a seat? God bless you. There is an answer to every darkness of this world. Job said that there was a time the secret of God was with me. His candle shine on my head. And by his light, I walk through darkness. Next verse. As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. What happens to you when God's secret is upon your tabernacle? Job said it happened to me. Then he began to list what happened. He said, number one, my children were with me. Let's read for that. We'll come back to the When the Almighty God was yet with me, when my children were about me, that means probably God married very early in life and everything settled for him. He said, when I washed my steps with butter and the rock poured me out rivers of oil. This is strange. When I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the streets, the young men saw me and eat themselves. My mates were inferior to me. They couldn't stand my presence. He said, even the aged, the aged ones, they stood up when they saw me. That wow, youngest billionaire. <laughs> and they laid, he said, princes refrain from talking. 
So two princes were talking, and Job was pa passing. That, that, that's Job. That's Job. Oh, that, that's Job. That's Job. Awesome. And somebody said that he went into one shopping mall and saw Mercy. And everybody's attention was on him. That's Mercy. And they were asking God for Mercy. <laughs> Job said that princes couldn't talk. They laid their hands on their mouths. The nobles held their peace and their tongue cleaved to the tongue. They, they, no, no, no expression again. That's the guy they call Job. They read so much about how mighty. How? When the ear that heard me, he blessed me. Everywhere he spoke, people were like, wow. And the eye that saw me gave witness to me. Oh, I see. That's the guy they've been talking about. He said, because I delivered the poor when they cried. And the fatherless. Now, I'm beginning to... There is a reason why when they began to talk about the genealogy of Jesus, this thing I've started will lead us into the conference. They spotted out certain people. And it so happened to be that they were in every 14th generation. Please help me project that verse where the Bible says that the generation between Adam and Abraham, Abraham and David, David and Jesus, 14, 14, 14. In other words, these are men you should study. They are icons. There were other men that existed between them in those 13 generations. But the Bible is not saying much about them. But there is a reason that the Bible is stressing the fact that between this and this. Please give me the scripture. The ones I don't quote, give me, I don't know all the, I quote a lot, but that doesn't mean I know all the scriptures. Just go generally of Jesus, Matthew. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David to the carrying the way to Babylon, 14 generations. And from carrying the way to Babylon on to Christ, 14 generations. Because the year is still there, we will, step, we will start stepping gradually. Ah, why are you in this generation? See, there are plans. And one of the things that God does to make a man grave is to open your eyes to secrets. Hallelujah. Job said that all these things of me helping the poor, taking care of the homeless, and the people in the society standing up for me, because I laid my hands on certain secrets. They were my tabernacle. I was not living like other people. I was trading secrets. One of such, one to begin to look at this morning. What a year we have come into. And those of you that have been praying, have been speaking to us. One of the reasons why we are having two services instead of three, we are doing a lot of spiritual activities. We are praying physically. But you have to be invited there. We are praying every day for hours. Physically meeting, praying. But we don't want to let everybody into it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Um, so I can't make it too public more than that, but if you are invited, fine. But you have had 
100 plus 150, 160 people praying for hours every day, physically. It is because and that will last. Today should be day 17. It's going to be 40 days. So the end of February 1st when the conference is starting. It is because of what I now listen to me very well. This year, 2023, whatever you receive, especially January, will last you for seven years. The next seven years are embedded in this one year. This is the most strategic year from, 19, from 20, 2001 till 2030. After 2030, God's operation on that will change. But right now, this is the last seven, and it's an unusual time. We will prophetically begin to explain this more, but I'm just telling you why this year. This is why things you have never heard before, both in, at personal level and global level, and politically and everything, you are going to be hearing it this year. You are going to be seeing things happening that are, they have never happened before. There has never been a year like that. The preparation for 2024 will not be as serious. No pastor that is hearing from God will emphasize 2024 the way they emphasize 2023. This is the year. The remaining seven years are embedded inside this one year. The Lord told me that. I didn't hear it from anyone. You shall have Paris to love. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Ah. So, <laughs> what this 14 generations, but there's something I want to call your attention to this morning. This man stood out, Abraham. So, there are things about God that you understand when you study Abraham, when you study David, when you study Christ, when you study Moses. And when you study Job. Hallelujah. God used those men to mirror something. The one we are going to pick on will be David and Abraham. For what is about to happen or what is already happening. Maybe we go a little into this. Can you give me Genesis 3? Genesis 4, sorry. You see, when Cain, Genesis 4, verse 1. Hallelujah. All I want to do this morning is still just uh, introduction. Can I have my handkerchief? Please help me. Uh, my hand can't reach it. I'm not as tall as yourself. Hallelujah. Adam, thank you. Adam knew his wife as she conceived and bear Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep. But Cain, no, these were the two first brothers. A tiller of the ground. Verse 3. In the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. And Abel also brought firstling. That firstling represents first fruits. At times, it's not about what we do. It's about how, how we do what we do. Many Christians do what God has asked them to do. Where people fail is that they don't do it the way he asked them to do it. So a doctor can say that, oh, you have malaria. Take Lodaf. Two in the day, two in the night. 
You can take one in the afternoon. You have taken no lats, but you have not taken it according to prescription. It might not help you. I get what I'm saying. So if the malaria persists, there is nothing wrong with the drug. There is nothing wrong with the driver. Uh, sorry, the doctor. There is something wrong with the guy, the way he has taken it, even though he actually took it, but not according to prescription. That was why Hebrews 12 says that let us serve God in an acceptable manner. Because that means there is an unacceptable manner, even though they are both serving God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So they both brought an offering to God. We will look in the way, what's the problem with Cain's offering? And then, Cain killed Abel. But if you go down, give me the last three verses of this chapter. So, Cain was even protesting that God, my punishment is too much. When God said that they will kill, and God said anyone that kills Cain, vengeance will be taken on him. Now, I want genealogy of Cain. I don't know whether that's the next chapter. I want to show you something very serious here. Everybody pay attention because here is the prosperity of the saints and here is how we become governors on that. When we talk about this is the generation of Cain, can, can you just show me that place? So he went in from the presence of God and he went to dwell. Uh, wherever is in charge of the Bible, please be fast. I don't want to read. Um, just follow me. Verse 17. So they are helping you. Somebody said verse 17. Please, hurry up. And Cain knew his wife and conceived and bare Enoch and he builded the city. Now, this Enoch is not the Enoch. This wasn't the Enoch that walked with God and God took. I want to show you two lines and two ideological poles. Now, and he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Next verse. And Enoch, so Enoch was born Iran, and Iran Mehujel, and Mehujel began Methusel. Now, Methusel, and then begat Lamech. Observe those names. Now, Lamech took wives, Zillah and Ada, go down till the end, and then um, Ada bear Jabal. He was the father of such that dwell in tents, and such as have livestock. Somebody pounded it. Next verse, or chapter 5. Or, okay. Zilla, she bought Tubacane, an instructor of every artist, art, artificer in brass, iron, and the sister of Tubacane was Naba. So, when you talk about Crafts. When you talk about artwork, this also, this guy was their father. So one pound their livestock, one pound their. Let's move on. So Lamech probably killed Cain or killed a young man, or he said that, well, I killed somebody. Avengers taking around. That's what we're interested in. Let's go down. Go, just go on till we read it into chapter 5. Just go on. Next verse. And Adam knew his wife again. And she bare his son and called his name Sex. For God said he, or said she, and appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain 
So now you are two generations. Before Abel married, Cain killed him. So the Bible shows us Cain's children. Are you getting this? Now the Bible goes back to the beginning that it didn't end like that with Adam and Eve. Adam impregnated Eve again. Now she gave birth to another son and they call him Seth. So two races on that now, or two sets of people. Generation of Cain on one leg, generation of Seth on the other leg. Hmm. I don't know if I've never heard some of the things. I'm, this is a serious matter. When my time, my show is showing 30 minutes, when it shows from 30, when it shows about five minutes, I will skip and say a few things. And then, don't worry, we are going to continue next week. Don't miss church. Um, and to set to him, also, there was born a son called his name Enos. You are seeing some similarities. Then men began to call upon the name of the Lord. I will explain that one day. Doesn't mean they were not calling upon God before. Evil Cain, after killing somebody, God said that you have killed your brother. He said, Am I my brother's keeper? I mean, don't tell me that nonsense. And God said that because the ground has received your brother's blood from you, your own blood also, that the, blood, the ground will no more yield for you. And Cain said, Lord, this, uh, this, and God said, you are driven away from the face of the earth. And Cain said that this punishment is too much. And God said, okay, you know what? Nobody will kill you. I'll put a mark on you. Because at that time, the last verse said that Cain went away from the presence of God. So even after he killed Abel, he still had a form of access to God and to the voice of God. We'll explain that another day. There are Christians who are living right here, they cannot hear God. Cain, who was a murderer, was still hearing God. That's not for today. Hallelujah. And God was answering the person. God didn't say that. Are you, are you really talking? You just kill your brother, you are still talking. But God answered him. Said, nobody will kill I will set a mark on you. Now, this is the book of the generation of Adam. In the day that God created him. In the likeness of God, made in him. So, Come, sir. Not something. Adam still got likeness. That's what the Bible is saying. Male and female created them and then go to just go to verse 3. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son after his image and his life they call sex. Now the Bible is not talking about Cain. Even though he was older than sex, when God wanted to start the geology of Adam again. He said Adam gave birth to a son after him. Sex. Now, thank you. You can have your seats. By this time, in the calculation of the Almighty, the entire world, they are running two generations now. One generation in the likeness of God through Adam. One generation in likeness of Satan through Cain. As we join you all through the Bible, everybody except the patriarch, the twelve, once a man like Abraham, once they give birth to two, one will fall in this line and one here. Where I am going is to begin to show you that the sad reality is that guys who are on the other side, the negative side, are always the creator, the pioneers. Oh God. 
And I'm going to tell you, Second Samuel, the reason why this. What you are going to see later is that, guys, after sex, so it was from sex that Methuselah, they had Mehagel and Methusel. <laughs> but this one had Methuselah and Enos and Enoch that work with God. This lineage, after God's creation, began to call upon the name of God. They became men of prayer, men of altar, men of worship, but they were not men. You will find out that one of the one of the descendants of Cain was a father of real estates, and one of them was Nimrod, that was mentioned in Genesis 11. Nimrod led the first set of rebellion against God, and Nimrod actually is a father of Freemasons till now. And Freemasons is still ruling the world till now. You are going to begin to see. Satan will always hijack one knowledge. And somehow, because there are certain trainings that have not been given to believers. It's not the case of what happened in Israel. It was sad. When Saul was king, the Bible says that nobody had weapons of war. They lead to the few ones they had. They were going to Egypt to sharpen them. And they were to fight. So they were going to Philistine to sharpen them. And they were to fight the Philistine. Just look at that. Your enemies are the ones helping you to sharpen the weapon you are using to go out. This is the reason. In almost all nations of the earth, the cinemas we use for service, the arts we use for service, they never belong to Christians. 99% of the time. The government of this world, the leaders of this world, the rulers of this world. So when... What I heard when the man was talking along this line, he mentioned that when the sons of sex, when they finish praying and they want to eat food, they will go to the sons of Cain. When they wanted to build, to rent houses, they will go to the sons of Cain. It's because I will begin to talk about this second service. There is a problem. Believers understand priesthood, but we don't understand kingship. In the wisdom of God, Jesus came. Revelation 1, verse 5 and 6. Revelation 5, verse 10 and 11. The word repeated two times. He has made us kings and priests. Kings and priests. Kings and priests. Priests are altars. Kings are platforms. Or domain. And where we are going is to begin to tell everybody. Your domain or your platform must have a strong altar behind it. Altar without platform is nonsense. You will be spiritual, but it will help you much. Platform without an altar, you will fall flat before the kings of this world because they, they service altar very well and they understand. I'm going to show you even from the book of Revelation that even in heaven there is altar before the throne of God. There's a reason. God never moves without an altar. And Believers have the opportunity of doubling this thing or being the king. Jesus deliberately came to make you both a king and a priest. And the reason why we are studying this man, only this man that, that their names just surfaced in that book of genealogy, they were the first people in the Old Testament who combined the two. Abraham was a man of God, yet Abraham was rich in silver and gold. David became king over Israel. When he was living, when Saul was there, Saul, everybody was broke. When David was living, he gave money. So David had gave money, Solomon money to build the temple. They understood both priesthood and kingship together. I want to stop here. 
Is somebody with me? <laughs> I will tell the old child what I told, told the workers yesterday. Listen to me very well. African race, they're about the only race where over there in the world, we almost live like slaves in Hong Kong. When we get to other nations, I think one man was telling Miles Bro one day that why is it the children of your people? If you have read about the Jews before, they are the best and the most effective people on the face of the earth. They learned something from Abraham. Jews, wherever they are, they go for two things. One of the two. Either ownership, and I explained yesterday, or professionalism. One of the two. They are the most skilled in the military. They give you a skill that is unparalleled. Because when you are like that, you are invincible. You stand out. Or they own. Many of them don't act. But many of the studios and the producers of movies in America are Jews. They will not act. They will own the film. And it is the owner that tells the actor what to act. You've seen films mocking the Bible. You've seen Noah being portrayed as gay. And some other things going on. Believers must understand. I have spoken to young people in this church. See, the end time battle, the way we are going, there's nothing like lying I do, doing nothing again. Go for the highest skills. As soon as they go to Babylon, and the Babylon system is upon us again, saints must shine. We must shine as light and turn Babylon to the kingdom of God. But to do so, even the king of Babylon requested for, he said, children without blemish, such that you see wisdom in them. And they selected Daniel. But Daniel also understood these two things I've said. He was a very brilliant child, but he was also a man of prayer, deep spiritually. And the two of them made him to stand out. What I have seen, by and large, is that there are Christians, for instance, I'm Christian, I'm to pastor, I want to go into politics, and, and I looked at the spiritual life. I'll just say to you that, when you go, we can as well say bye-bye to you. You are not deep. Daniel was an administrator, yet he could fast for 30, 21 days without food, with vegetable and fruit only. Because he was dealing with principalities. A Christian that wants to go to politics is a Christian that does not understand Bible study. That does not, it just, your leg is gone. You are not stand. you can't stand. As they are sharing parts of money, you share with them. The next thing we see is that you have seven girlfriends. Because you are going to do what they do there, because the water is too deep for you. Your debts, it's like the case of osmosis. There's a brother here. <laughs> osmosis is one of us here. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm sure you forgive me. <laughs> That's it. our husband's nickname, Osmosis. And now we call her diffusion because. <laughs> Is it around? <laughs> Second service, okay. Hallelujah. Amen. I can't remember what they said that if the concentration level of something is higher, it sucks the other one in. That's the truth. Mm. Ah. See this January. I began to tell people that now it is wrong to do something wrong. There's no right time to commit sin. But I, I will just try to express my thoughts that even if you want to sin, let it not be in January. <laughs> As said, even though there's no time that sin will catch up with you and destroy you. Sin is forbidden by God's word. But I will just try to emphasize how serious January is. How serious this month is. 
This is as far as I want to go this service. Check the old world. Check the best news stations. Check the best music. Check everything. Yeah. Check everything. And check the owners of everything. Satan is trying to say he is still the God of this world. Even after he has been defeated by Jesus Christ. I was told, there are many nations now where lecturers will spend some minutes to mock Jesus before they take their lectures. And these are best of schools. Why is it that I took some courses in the university online in UK? Why is that the best of, and the, the, the one I went, the market school I went to, one of the best in the world, very expensive. Why is it that in all these places, the lecturers are very anti-Christ? And they are, why, what, why have we allowed, it started from the Bible time. We had a meeting one day, a lady told me that in the nation where they are in Kenya, I said, the non-Christian, people of the other religion, they bought all the venues there and shut out all the churches there. When we begin to tell believers, we see our Christians who debate tithes and debate and debate. What I started with, people do things, but they don't do it the way God. There are people listening to me. You have never at any time obeyed God when it comes to material possession. There's no time in your life, a time will come that God will make you prove to him that it's more valuable than what you possess. He can ask you to give what is not convenient. Yes. What some churches call false fruits, giving their salary every January, we don't have that kind of doctrine, but I believe in it. I don't believe it's a doctrine. I believe it's as a personal practice. But I'm just saying to everybody, and you see people debate, debate. I have had the privilege of ministry to some of these guys on the other side. I have ministered to a singer before. That's why you are not hearing his name. The night he was supposed to join the foreign cults, and I saw this guy's track. He had recorded some and the songs were not making sense. And somebody told him one day, very good song, but sales were not coming. So if you join this and this and this, and they put him up with a meeting somewhere in Berlin or so. Now see, if you join, your song will blow. And we're having service at White House then. He came to have dinner there, coined there, like an American, if I was speaking American English, just sat down. And while we were preaching inside the hall, he kept listening. That's how he came to meet me. His conscience was... And then they began to tell me the story of his life. And I said, no, you can't go that way. Truly, you are going to be popular, but you are going to exchange your soul for it. You should know what people do on that side. Yeah. Many of you have heard a popular singer who actually sleeps inside coffee every night. This is where the songs are coming from. You don't know the sacrifices people do. Jesus said the children of this world, they are wiser than the children of light. It's an insult, but our Lord said it against us. Because believers, just able to pray for one, one hour. Somebody sent me a video of some Yahoo boys who were by the river. Naked will live in their mouth. And they will sit down by the back of that river for seven hours. Tell the Christian to pray for 30 minutes, grumbling. And you want to go out and win. Make no mistake about it. God respects sacrifice. It grieves him when people do it diabolically. But there is a respect when a man inconveniences himself, takes his own child 
to offer for body ritual. You think it's easy? They tell the pastor that you have this money, but you have three years more. And he will say yes. One of them said, even those who live long, I did not live in the poverty. You know, when people are, when they are, when, when you see people who are in the highest level of, I don't want, I've told the story before, I don't want to mention the city, but there used to be this old politician in one Yoruba land, very, that he said that he would stand inside the bath and have his baths, and they would use the water there to cook amala for people. And that everybody, that, that was their destiny that was using to, so one guy was preaching to one of those people and he was telling the beggar by the gutter that do you know he's using your life to enrich himself and everything. The beggar put down the phone, told the evangelist that you are very stupid. That what is the value of a life? That when they were not using it, I did have food morning, afternoon, and night. He said at least now that they are using it, there is a plate of amala every day. He said, I mean, they continue using That is poverty talking. You would think he was making it, but it was making sense. Only that <laughs> he's still deceived. Because there can be an intervention. But now that you've gone that way, there might not be one again. But you see, poverty makes it possible to take up now, now, and now. Go to villages and tell people that you build a transformer that you vote for. You are speaking Greek. They don't want transformer from they want 5k. I have a friend who has won the city national assembly. He told me, we're friends from school. These were the people that were calling that before he became anything, he was one time period to the governor of his state. Ah, they would tell him that, say, my daughter is sick and he will send money. Because he was living in Lagos, even though other states in Nigeria send money for their school. He send money, send this, send that. When he declared to his amazement, they abandoned it for someone that was giving them money. It was one old man that called a boy said, Come, all those good things we're doing for us. That said, that is on one side. You were a good man then. Now you are a politician. Just sorrow. Open bag and bring something. He wanted to do one primary one time. He put three coastal buses. He was speaking English. As you vote for me, I would do this. Somebody told him, you know, you think they would just enter your bus? As they enter, 3K, a plate of rice and a bottle of Coke. And as they are coming by 3K also, the three boys got filled up in 15 minutes. Don't speak a language you understand. Who will liberate the nation? It is somebody that is willing to spend, but not willing to take back. That you are so rich, but that you will not give people money. Buy things for people. By divine intervention, I just can come out of that. But as it is right now, the people are so deep. You can't tell them it's money they want. My former house, even my landlady collected money and she was bragging. Say, you know what, Pastor? What I don't like is that say the money was not enough. That if they gave me enough, I would have told the governor not to even do transformer on our streets, that I would do transformer myself. And I looked at the woman, and she goes to church. Painful. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is the introduction to a clarion call to all the members of this church. There is a job, there is a work to do. As we begin 2023, set your mind. Think about these two things I said. There are people listening to me. As you set your heart to go to the best of schools, I guarantee that the Lord will give you scholarship. He will sponsor you. But you can also begin by reading the best of books. They are available. 
Just don't waste your mind and don't waste time. And as God is promoting you, begin to think of ownership. Ownership. That is where authority is. Ownership. If you are not the owner, there is a limit to where God can go in that business. In that career. Is someone blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Let's rise. Oh Lord Jesus. You know, most scientists don't even believe in God. Why is it that people create things? It has made some people to even doubt Christianity. All your Christians. It's a wrong conclusion, but it's a right observation. It's true. But I see men and women rising. See, in this January, you can speak to, I will encourage everybody, speak to people that you know in this church who can bring you into the prayer we are praying to give you the time and when we pray. It's a strange month and this is not a rule for everybody. See, but I told the leaders, I said we, the leaders, this month of January, anything given to us by God, down to Icon, we are giving everything back to him. We have 11 more months. It is where it gets tough with the saints. And I can take you from Genesis to Revelation to see that one major key of entering financial blessing is given. There's no other way. The power of an altar is on two things. The force behind the altar and the sacrifice on the altar. God appeared to Solomon only two times in the Bible. They were denied the same light he gave, gave offering. Sometimes I ask saints, what are you holding back that is costing you so much? Yeah. Where we started from in that journey, Cain just brought fruits to God. Some say because the ground was cursed. Yeah. Not necessarily so. But the Bible says that God had respect for Abel's offering. Abel did not just give. He gave first fruits. He gave the best of his flock. He did. You see, I believe when we come into a new year like this, at the beginning, our concern should not be if it is true. Even if we don't believe the doctrine of this or that or first If it is true, what Jesus said, that seek first the kingdom of God. That alone should compel us that at the beginning of the year, our thoughts should first of all be about kingdom before any other thing. Yeah. It's the reason why some of us can't give tithes. We give far more than that. So I don't go into debate whether tithes. How can I give God 10% who owns everything? I have checked very well. There's a connection between money and spirituality. Whether on the side of God or on the side of Satan, you are just going to check all through the Bible. Why is that when people do heavy sacrifices, God shows up immediately? Even Balaam that God warned not to go. Who went? He just told the king that, see, I know how to get this God to speak. He said, set up seven altars and offer a bull and a ram on each altar. You know how many bulls he offered that day? 
And every time he did, the Bible says God appeared and said, what is it with God that sacrificed? Okay, the angel pointed the sword to destroy Jerusalem. And the prophet told David that you know what to do? Go and offer sacrifice. He did, and the angel put the sword back. What is it that God? It is the nature of God. Yes. As you begin to plan 2023, you know I'm speaking shepherd's earth. Lay down a good altar on which you operate from. If you are a doctor, your platform is medicine. But your altar is your spiritual life. There are three sacrifices. We will talk more about this. Sacrifice of thanksgiving. Learn to give thanks over the work of your hand. Regularly. There is sacrifice of words. Fruit of our lips. Learn to speak God's word over what to do. Then learn to cover what to do with an offering. It is true. That means in your house, have things that represent what you do around. As you are praising God, keep those things around yourself. Just praise God over what you do. Drop thanksgiving. Always drop thanksgiving. Soak what you do inside thanksgiving. If a doctor carry your stethoscope at time, dance and give God praise. Soak what you do with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is very is valuable to God. Then the word of God gives life to things. Speak the word of God over what you do. Don't just go out in a day. Call yourself a blessed man. Speak how the day should be. Call your business by name. And mention that it is blessing the nations of the earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? Bless your own, bless your marriage. It's not a pastor that should only bless your marriage. Bless your marriage. Bless your children. Stand at the center of your house. Thank God for your home. Thank God for everybody in the family. And bless the family yourself. Then take an advantage. So conference is coming. Sincerely, when there's a meeting like this, I shall leave. There are two moments I usually tell people to give, especially in this church. I do that in January. And I don't, I don't say, oh yeah, start harassing people. I don't say what I'm saying now. It's a teaching. People are left to obey or not obey. It's up to them. And I do that in August. August, we fast the whole of August. I'm always sensitive to those spiritual, those two moments. Because things happen. I don't complain. Sometimes I go days without food. If I, well, anytime I do that, I end up also in giving something unusual. There is a way to bend the world. Other guys, they understand this. Sacrifice. All of, all of you have heard this, but at least everybody has heard it. So far, Alego Dagota has never denied it. And I think I think he even said somewhere, somewhere that it is true. I was still hearing the pastor talking about it recently. It happened in Benin City. T.L. Osborne was the one that was going out of Nigeria. And there was, they were late. You know how Bishop that time, I'm sure that was, he had audacity that was unusual. He ran, the play was already moving. He ran to stop the play. He ran to the tarmac and stood there. And the place, and everybody was insulting. This man, you know, I gather, what's the problem? And they stopped. They opened the door, which they don't normally do. They opened the door of the plane, and that bishop went there and said, that I have two missionaries here. They must fly to Lagos today. He said, because they are flights for America leaves Lagos tonight. I need people to volunteer their seats. There has never been another man of God like our bishop in Daosa. His audacity was strange. Yes. What are you talking about? I have seen him. I was there when our governor in our state trembled. The audacity of our bishop. Any state, the only man of God that has done crusade, national stadium of Russia, when they, when they were practicing communism. How he got it, only God can explain. Audacity. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you what I said between son and bachelor. Well, I mean, this man, oh, wow. May God raise someone like him again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whenever John came in there, he told me that the first time he saw a dead person come back to life, the, the guy, the person was already decaying. Maggots. He said, Reverend John, I Reverend, told me he ran away from the stage. When they put the body down, stinking and smelling, boo, and like that. And when that bishop said, in the name of Jesus, flies, things came out of the body, the person came out to life. He said the sea was so, that Reverend John was a pastor. They ran away from the stage. And, that, that, and, and audacity. So he said, I need two of you to sacrifice. So I said, God will bless you. And nobody wanted to. People were angry that he would stop the plane. And I was told that Dan Gote and his partner, though a Muslim, got up. Many of you have read that story before, and you've read it. And I, I, I was told he confirmed it. He came down. I said, Come here. What do you do? And he told him the business. And he prayed for him. And he told him that the nations will know about you and about your business. He said, For this sacrifice. Why is God always waiting for? Because so that nobody will accuse him of partiality. He, does, he just doesn't go to do things. Are you hearing me? There's no room this year for any one of you to start the business and you are struggling. And you are struggling. And then you are struggling. After three more pastors, we are still pushing. Pushing what? Now, not a doubtful driver. What are, you, what are you pushing? We are still pushing it. Don't push this year. Fly above. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah, this one <laughs> I'll continue second service. All through January, this is the way. Light sets people free. Light. Light. Kasungre Disha Libro Kuste. Litakuze Brodisha Lights. Lights. Blessed be your name. Father, thank you for your word. Help us to be doers. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.